Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon. And welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello, and welcome back to The Breakup Dress. Uh, we hope you had a lovely week. Yeah, it's been a... It's been a- do you know what? I have to say this time of year, I don't know what it is. I feel like once October hits, it just zooms into Christmas. It's just bananas how fast it goes. Man, the whole year has just flew. Like I'm freaked out by how quickly it's went by. Yeah, it's been absolutely crazy. And I saw the Christmas lights actually officially went on in Dublin this week and a load of Christmas parties are starting to happen, like as in the kind of commercial ones. Um, I guess they're just trying to get people to um, do their Christmas shopping. But as always, what I'd always say, and I think we'd always say is support local and buy local as as best you can, because I just think that is hugely important this Christmas. And buy with intention. Yeah, buy and buy, don't just buy crap for the sake of buying something. I'd, do you know what? I'd rather someone bought me nothing than just something for the sake of buying me something. Like, like if you're yeah. going to, I always think like, if you can't, if you wouldn't know, like for someone like me, I'm like, either bring me out for food or buy me a bottle of wine. Like something I'll actually yeah, but drink or eat. It's experience as well. That's important. You know what I mean? It's like they say with traveling and stuff, sometimes... You might pay a little bit more to do something, but you'll never, you know, you'll have those memories. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I always think a good dinner. Um, but yeah, come here. It's been a very busy week for you. You can finally reveal the news. Do tell us. Ooh, yes, I'm finally launched. Um, I'm delighted. Oh, my God. It was, seems like it's been such a battle to get to the finish line, but it's out. Um, it's in my shop and curated by Green. So you can go in there and have a look. And there are a few pieces for sale. And then obviously I do made to order on my website. So if you want a specific size or, you know, you want an aspect of the garment changed, I can do that for you. And I also offer installments. I hadn't done that before, but a lot of people got in touch and they were like, I really want one of your pieces. But, you know, they're they're a little bit pricey because obviously of the material being, you know, natural fiber made in Ireland. So I have an installment system and we can set up a payment plan if you want a Sharon Sweeney piece amazing and I know as well you've got some like accessories there as well which I think could be nice stocking fillers for people yeah so I have like a tote and then I have a recycled like a hundred percent recycled notebook um and then obviously I have my collection and the print the lucid dream print um which is definitely interesting different to what I've done before but um I love the challenge I loved challenging myself and yeah kind of coming out with something people maybe don't expect but I've had a great response so I'm delighted I swear to God, I should be doing the same thing if I only I could sketch the way you can because my dreams every night have been absolutely bananas. And <laughs> every ex-boyfriend, a guy I've been like in a situation with have all been like just appearing into my dreams this week. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm doing a bit of a, a cleanse maybe or something <laughs> or else yes. they're just trying to haunt me. I kind of, yeah, I'm jealous of the detail of your dreams. And it's funny because when you say with sketching, like, I think everyone's really different. Like, even the way I draw, like, it's not perfect, but it's my own way of doing it. Do you know what I mean? So I think for me, it's more, it's, it's better to be instantly recognizable by the way you draw it as opposed to drawing perfect. So, um, yeah, yeah, you definitely have to start drawing your dreams. Oh my God. I've, yeah. Mine, yeah. I'd love I, to I, see them. I need to start writing them down because to be honest, it's just like him, him, him. And then he comes in and then he comes back in and then he comes back around and I'm going, no, because you know, you think I always find like, you know, if you're like in a situation with someone or even going out with someone and then you kind of finish it or end or stop talking to each other and then you're like, that's it now, I'm done. And then like you forget about, genuinely, I forget about them. Like, no, don't come into my thought process during the day. And then bam, in my sleep, they are right there. And it's just mm-hmm. like the most surreal, but real kind of dream. And then I wake up going, 
that conversation happened and then I have to wake up and look at my like phone and be like did I message them last night which you know sometimes I do do but sometimes I I'm actually so lucky I don't, thank god I don't do that like if I'm out or whatever I just go to sleep I, oh, I don't do, think to take out the phone one glass of wine grand two glass of wine hmm three glass of wine I'm like yeah let's text everyone and see who gets back let's video call oh my god and you're so text- sneaky I never see you do it so you obviously like go off to it at the corner and you get your phone out and you're like yeah let it text out Oh, give me the phone for 30 seconds and I will do damage to myself. I'm just like, ridiculous. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, can you get this app? And you can do it. I was like, there is no point to me. I could put a padlock around my phone and I will still manage to get it open with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Um, but anyways, my week. Tell me about your week. Look, yeah. Yeah. I'm, my background's different today. I am sitting on the floor of my sitting room in my home house in Ardrahan. I came home on Thursday. Um, yeah, I came home on Thursday and I uh, had fr- Friday getting the hair done, massage, Morn's the weird favorite restaurant. Um, Saturday, Mam's going to t- take me for a drive. I believe, I know this is Sunday, but um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll already know this. And then going for a drive and then going to catch up with my friend Nicola. So there's a lot going on this weekend. And um, Baba, my lovely cat is here beside me. He is fast asleep. He stays out all night long and then comes in and just sleeps all day long. So he has the absolute life don't you babs you talk to me <laughs> no not even like moving i'd say he'll, he'll like care. He'll start going out in a second because we'll be talking for so long that he'll literally start meowing at us be to like shut up and um, but yeah so that's pretty much been my week as i think i said last week i've handed my notes at work so i've been kind of getting cracking on with like freelance jobs for december but then i go a conversation with my mom and mom's like why don't you just not take on work in december and just enjoy the month but then you know me like i can't no you can't sit still like for anyone it's we are it's so funny how we're best friends because we are completely opposite like I am a very relaxed very chilled out person I take my time hate being rushed you cannot sit still like it actually I think you get anxious if you're like still for more than two minutes I do and that's what happened I think when we were in Lisbon that time I was like we were one of the days that we were all back in the room and I was like um going for naps and stuff and I couldn't nap and like I had we hadn't done anything I didn't even break a sweat that day so I hadn't burnt off any of the anxious energy that is in my body so that night I lay awake all night long tossed and turning I couldn't sleep and I did about three hours of meditation music and meditations and nothing was working and it was just because I have to burn up energy throughout the day and then I sleep so soundly bars dream about all the bloody exes but anyway <laughs> I still feel like I slept so have you always been like that have you always had that energy that you just need to like I don't know get rid of I guess oh yeah I, I remember I actually funny enough have a weird memory when my parents separated and obviously they're going through the breakup and I'm sure they were going through a stage of trying to like salvage the marriage and uh we were in Dublin at the time because that's where we were born and we were living there and I remember mom and and my dad dropping Marcus and I to like an apartment somewhere in Dublin like obviously their friend's house and I remember being in that house and me I actually remember that was probably one of my first anxiety slash panic attacks and I was about three maybe and I can remember it so vividly because I remember walking around the house and didn't want to be there and felt really anxious and wanted to get wow. out of there and I just it's such a strong memory because obviously I was, maybe I suppose deep down I probably knew that there's something going on with mom and dad but um yes yeah, so I've always kind of been a bit like that so but then you see I've always just grown up kind of outdoorsy and sporty so I up until we got the bloody channels on, like we never had the channels growing up and I'd be out mm. in the field and the farm the whole time. I'd spend all my time outside, whether it's with dogs or with horses or on the farm. So I'm just used to kind of always being active. Mm. Um, I'd say the only times I'm quiet is if I, I don't like Jesus touch wood. I don't get sick too often, but when I get sick, I get really sick. So then I just, <laughs> they're the days that I kind of am bed bound. But yeah, no, mm. I've just always been really high energy. Okay, very good. Mm. Actually, do you know what? I wanted to address something when we're here. 
people have been asking about what's the story. I know we talked about the breakup dress and the name in the first episode, but I don't know if we actually went into enough detail. So people were like, oh, what's your, your podcast about breakups? I'm not listening to that. And I was like, no, it's not about breakups at all. So we were out one night and myself and Megan had been talking about doing a podcast for a ages and ages and we're both really passionate about like sustainable fashion and how we see our clothes so we were in the night market one night and Megan actually came up with the name she said the breakup dress and I was like oh yeah that actually makes sense because we both have good memories with our breakup dresses respectively and like we also wanted the concept of kind of breaking up with fast fashion so it kind of has a double meaning and then when I tell that to people they're like oh yeah that makes sense so just to just to you know reconfirm that it is not a breakup podcast yeah and like also we should say as well that um every week uh, we're not going to be we're not here to bash or to put down or to like um point the fingers at people we're just here to kind of inform you and ma- help you maybe make other choices or maybe just absolutely maybe yeah choices you make and um, because um I don't want people to think that we're just here bashing like look come here like I um I'll, I'm gonna put my hands up right now and admit something I was in um Brown Thomas the last day recycling my coffee pods and if you're familiar with Brown Thomas in Limerick the Nespresso floor is like on the third floor so anyways as I was going up this sparkle caught my eye and I kind of looked and I went oh no, 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 no. And then I was like, just go up and put your coffee up, go up and put your coffee up. You just hands in your notice. You should not be buying clothes. And then I was there, I, was like, I love Christmas season. Audie and I are all about the sequins and sparkles. Like they come out every night. Um, Even for work, it's like sparkles, everything. So then I just, I couldn't stop looking at it. And then I was like walking past again. And I was like, okay, look, I'll take a look. And then I looked at it again. And I went, oh, it's so cute. And then I was like, no. Um, And then I walked away. And then I was over in the shoe section, just aimlessly just looking around. And then I was like, no, I'm going to go back. And I was like, if it's below 50 euro, I'm going to buy it and put it to my Christmas collection. So I did. And um, oh my God, it's so pretty. But like, I still have the sequins from five, six years ago. So what I do then is this for Christmas, I wear my sequins then all Christmas. You'll see the exact same ones come out every Christmas. Same with me. And then I put the sequins away then until next Christmas. So when I saw this one, I was like, that... Actually, it's more of a light sequence. So I was like, that is a kind of a Christmas dress slash Ibiza dress. Well, very nice. I'm the same. I have a kind of just a cami that's all beaded and it's like my Christmas top. And I've yeah. had it for years and years and I just rewear it every year. I'm sure people are probably like, I've seen her in that so much, but I don't care. I love it. I yeah, love exactly. it. And so I just don't say like, that's, you know, I'm not going to be perfect in my <coughs> shopping. Like it's just so unfortunate. Like there's days that are just, yeah, I, I, that now just killed me. And I was like, that's what I get now for dropping off the, the, the coffee pods to the recycling station. <laughs> I was like, trying to do good and you do bad. <laughs> They're tempting you in. I was like, no. So, I'm not yeah. really a sequence person. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I don't really, like I would wear them, but I don't know. I think I'd be more beads kind of, you know. I'm just sequin for Christmas. I'm like, oh, go on, yeah. why not? I can't. And yeah. I was thinking, I was chatting to my mom about this. I was like, 20, uh, 22, which obviously is the year we are. This Christmas is the first real proper Christmas we've had since 2019. It's going to be bananas. Yeah, I hope so. But like, you don't know what could happen. Honestly, I feel like people are afraid to get excited because you, and you could turn around and be like, by the way, there's another variant, blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously, hopefully, and I don't think right. it will, but you know, <laughs> I know, well, but I'm going out. Well, Christmas of 2020, Mam Andrew and I, um, obviously we're having Christmas alone and we, I set the theme to black tie and Andrew wore tux and Mam and I wore ball gowns and it was COVID and we had a great time. <laughs> oh my God. You're, I, I would not go to that level. Of <laughs> this year, oh my God, Freddie's going to be in Leitrim for Christmas. I can't wait. Oh yeah, yeah. 
have a baby. Oh my God, Santa. Oh my God, it's going to be so exciting. And by the way, as well, my brother did not go over to Canada to be with my sister. He got in touch with me and he's like, I went over, I didn't go over to follow Laura over there. Obviously, he went over with his gorgeous girlfriend, Orla. He didn't follow his sister over. He ate me out of it for that. Really? Oh my God. Yeah, he's like, just to that. I'm there's a few of them gone over, so. Yeah, he went over with his friend, Finton, too. Um, And yeah, I was chatting yeah Finton he's lovely and I've asked him for stories too because I'm sure he is lots so Amazing. <laughs> oh lads look I'm going to check those Canada stats and if they don't start going up we're going to have to make a few calls he said he was listening the other day so yeah. hey yeah. okay so I've been doing my research for this week and I have to say um this is something that I actually only found out this week which I kind of was really shocked about because it's something I just didn't know so I'm just going to talk a little bit first about um veganism because obviously that's you know when I think of vegans I think really healthy diet I don't know I just think of like just eating salad all day long and eating greens and eating seeds and not like touching anything that's in any way is bad that's that's for some reason when I visualize vegans I always think oh my god they must just like live the most greenest healthiest life and i did find a stat here in harper's bazaar the magazine because um they're doing a deep dive and apparently in the uk alone um vegan veganuary which is in january predominantly d- does help with the dropping of um co2 production and stuff because you know whatever mm-hmm. but then and that's something to talk about they compared it to like um flights between london and berlin now the only thing with the vegan food is if you ever read the packaging and read the small print a lot of that food comes from across the world so like that's been flown in on planes so you kind of have to look at that then to think okay mm. um you know we kind of have to look at the bigger picture so anyways and then um pete obviously do a lot on as well because they support veganism which obviously is not eating anything plant or eating everything plant-based and nothing to do with animals so then that got me on to this week's topic which is vegan leather so i was like okay what is vegan leather it just sounds great like i fell for it i bought a pair of runners there recently vegan leather thought oh my god i am so good now according to peter they're saying buying vegan leather is actually better for um better for animals because obviously you're not using animals um and they're also saying that it's um better for the world and i kind of thought is it though so as i started looking into it i realized that it's not exactly better for the world because vegan leather is in fact a nice word for plastic yeah I yeah they just, don't disclose that I, I like was like sorry what but now I have to say there of course there are parts of it that are vegan and I mean parts now I don't know the percentages of this and I think maybe the government's gonna to have to bring in some kind of regulations where they say this amount is plastic, absolutely this amount is there's vegan. no regulation now so some of the like vegan leather products I have up here are, are made from pineapple leaves cork apple peels and um, recycled plastic. So they threw in recycled plastic because they're trying to make you think that they use recycled plastic. But I kind of thought, really, is this is this really what's going on? And um, then I was like looking at, you probably know some of these words, like po- polymer. Yeah. Which is plastic. Yeah, yeah. And so basically they're saying too, is they had to mix, they have to mix obviously the uh, vegan food products with this plastic to make it stick pretty much. And then Forbes have a really interesting article on it as well, because the fashion designers have kind of come together, especially the ones that make leather products, because they've obviously been doing a deep dive into it because they want to check what exactly are all these alternatives. And the problem with vegan leather is um, with all these different plastics that go into them. And then there is a designer called Bill Amberg. He's a leather based interiors and furniture designer. And um, he said, I don't believe there is such a thing as plant based leather. There are non woven textiles, which are very good. And in fact, we use them here at our studio. But in terms of replacing animal leather, they are not strong enough repairable or durable enough they also don't have enough character and they're too expensive the two materials are entirely different 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Well, like if you think about it, if you have something like that, like let's say you're going to get a pair of really good leather boots that you spend a lot of money on, like you're probably going to have them for a decade. Like mm. absolutely. Like, and if you get something that is like a vegan, you know, maybe made from plastic in it, like how many times are you going to have to buy that same boot? Do you know what I mean? To have the yeah. the longevity of the the leather. And then like, yeah, like you said, there's no regulation in place. Like this is the whole thing with greenwashing now. They're, like people can say that a product is sustainable or it's made from, you know what I mean, natural products when in fact only a certain percentage of it is. So, you know, it's 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 really difficult at the minute because, you're, yeah, like you said, you're kind of damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You really don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah. my father was like, when I grown up, my father was always a firm believer in Italian, like you saw, I think it was Italian yeah. leather, you saw, say, or good Italian leather. He's like, you can't beat yeah. a good pair of leather boots. Now, I grew up horse riding and we obviously would always wear leather boots because, again, they're the most durable and they're the best. So if you think, if you're out, like, if I'm out horse riding, I am in all sorts of weather. It doesn't matter if it's what the weather's like outside you get out and you ride the horse so it could be really sandy and dry weather it could be really wet weather it could be really mucky weather you could be getting thrown off like i have plenty times and then you're in the gutter and like you're just pulling your legs and your boots out of it and but like with us and our riding boots and our riding gear and our chaps and everything you're always washing them as soon as you take them off and you're clean over them okay we're not christina you and chaps. Aguilera, <laughs> it's not christina Aguilera, chaps chaps are look at the cowboys watch all the cowboy movies chaps started with cowboys and what happened was christina Aguilera brought out dirty and now suddenly everyone thinks they're just for sex and riding and they're actually <laughs> don't lie you you wore your chaps out at halloween i've oh, seen you do you know what my dad had a pair of unbelievable, like proper, like floor length the chaps. tassels. The proper, yeah. My dad had, <laughs> my dad had some of the coolest clothes actually. Um, but I, I don't know where the chaps ever ended up. I must try to follow that up and see who has them and see where they give them to me because they are like the real deal. But my chaps for horse riding would be up to my knee. Um, but anyways, after riding, you'd have to like you'd always wash them and polish them and wax them and like completely clean them. And like you would have them sparkling then for the day you go out. Like my dad would check my gear before I go out on the horse. And I'm telling you, if there was so much as like the a molecule of dirt on it I would be so much trouble so like he would have taught me then how to polish and everything so like I actually really sitting down I love polishing leather and polishing boots but as I said the riding boots I have I have them I think for a good 15-16 years already and I brought them to Limerick and I cleaned them and now I wear them as like everyday boots because I was like they're real leather they're still they still look great and they are so strong and they're just they're weatherproof as well yeah they're amazing and like that's the thing I suppose with leather is it's great in the fact that if it's naturally treated, it's biodegradable. So where you kind of run into issue with getting leather is if it's chemically treated. So if it's naturally treated, yeah, it's treated with uh, vegetable tannins. So like tannin is the process of treating the skins of animals and like how it okay. turns into the the leather fabric. Um, so it's just, yeah, I suppose important to know if it's been chemically treated or be- treated naturally, because if it's natural, then it'll be biodegradable. Oh my God. So basically it all goes down to, I think, government possibly bringing in some regulation where it has to now state maybe on your product what exactly is in it. Well, I think so. Like there's a, there's no transparency right now. So like, and I just feel like, you know, with so many other industries or so many other things there is, and like, it's like, there should be because it's not only bad for the environment, but like we talked before also, you know, harmful chemicals can actually damage people's health. So it's not just like it is the environment as well, but it's also people's health. So really, there should be 
some kind of regulation brought in. Like people deserve to know what they're buying and what's in it. Yeah, absolutely. And then I suppose that goes down to then, I suppose then what will happen is if they wa- if there was proper labeling of products, then it would maybe make the the leather um, designers put the vegetable, ta- making sure there's this vegetable tannin that yeah. is fully biodegradable eventually. And then yeah. it might make the, the vegan products work harder to make an actual vegan product that's fully vegan. Mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. that is possible I think you know I'm sure they're probably working on that daily but um yeah it's just it just blow my mind because I suppose the word we, they used to use was pleather but your pleather doesn't sound great so I suppose they're going now with well pleather is plastic that's like that's pure plastic like you've ever seen I actually I actually hate pleather I just think it's so obvious when someone is wearing it you're like it looks horrendous but like with the with the with the you were talking about pineapple actually they do fish scales as well they turn that into leather too but Sorry, I'm sure they actually do use the the raw material, but they probably mix it with something to make it stick, basically. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. God, there's just so much to it. But you know what though? My I think thing is like to like it's reduce, like reduce, reuse, and in some ways recycle. So like buy one good pair of fully leather um, boots. Now, obviously, if you're vegan, you don't want to, then that's completely yeah. understandable. Like, Jesus, I know people don't want to wear wear leather, so that's absolutely fine. But another thing is, too, is go into the vintage and charity shops. Yeah. Because, like, I see with Mam Shop, we're constantly getting boots and runners and everything thrown in. And nowadays yeah. as well, I think now people are actually really getting obsessed with runners. You know, that runners trend now is really popular. Like, people buy, like, collector kind of items and wear them. And mm. now I see an awful lot of people on Instagram, like, little companies set up that uh, wash and clean and, like, yeah. make your runners look like new. So, yeah, I think that's important to start doing. Like, there's cobblers out there. I love the way I feel like a lot of people now are picking up the getting back. Like you, you're designing and making clothes. Like people are getting back into the the old school way of living, which was making and repairing all the stuff they already owned. Well, I just think like you know that's what I offer with what I do as well. Like there is repair, and let's say if someone wants something, but they're like Sharon, do you know what that that blazer is slightly too long? I want it custom made, but I want it a little bit shorter. Like I can do that. And I just think it's things like that that are going to make all the difference. And people always say to me, they're like, what's your advice for, you know, people being more sustainable or leading a more sustainable and considered life? And I'm like, you know what? It's not about being perfect at all. It's just about minimalization and deciding that you're going to have, a, you know, a small wardrobe of pieces that you really love that are made well and you're going to keep for a long time. Because that's what if everyone started doing that, that's what would make the difference. I love it. I love it. I actually just got it. I just realized there. I have a pair of dad's riding boots in the house with the trees and like they're proper, like good trees, everything. I wonder if I could bring them to a cobbler. Would they be able to like make them into my size? Because they're just a bit too big on me. God, you know what? I don't know. I'm sure they would though. Hmm. They definitely would. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing any riding lately, but it might be nice to have a pair of riding boots. And bring your <laughs> chaps as well. <laughs> All right, so this is our favorite part. This is our memory segment. So this week I was actually chatting to my friend Carl and he had some great stories. So I stopped him and I took out my phone and I was like, okay, we need to record this. So here you go. I have two. So (laughs) one is from when I was five. Uh, I was out in the park with my dad and was walking by this river and there's a big flat bit of slippy rock. And uh, of course I went running down the slippy rock and having a great time. And didn't I slip and fall on my arse on my lovely beige three-quarter length white row trousers. <laughs> and uh, I started slipping down this rock, covering my arse in muck. And then my dad ran down, picked me up and saved my life. He and saved your life? He saved my life. Ah. And But 
yeah, when I got home, my mom was like, what happened to your bum? And there was just all shit all over it. So I remember that and I'll never forget that. Don't know if I have the trousers still, but I'll check. Oh. And the other one is, uh, it's also a slipping. I was out one night. God, you're slip prone, aren't you? I can't help it, I can't help it, born slippy. And, uh, so I was out one night and uh, dancing away and wearing my favorite orange jumper, which I got for 20 euro in a charity shop. Loved it to Love bits, it. right? It was Love amazing. It. Crispy, fresh orange, never been worn. And uh, slipped again, went to my backside. Decided just to go with it. I was just dancing on the ground, lying on my back, having a great time. And then my friend, can I name him? Yeah, Nathan, came up to me and uh, absolutely dumped his whole pint of Guinness all over my body. Just took it well, you know, dancing it. We kept Guinness dancing. Here. Kept going. Uh, but then I got up the next day, realised I had a big dirty Guinness stain all over the front of my lovely orange jumper that I had only had about a week. That's my slippy stories, yeah. Slippy Carl, slippy story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I absolutely love that. Two stories in one. Thank you, Carl. Absolutely unbelievable. He's gas. We actually had drinks with him recently. He's he's such a character. He is. He's, he's good. He's good energy. I like him. Um, oh my God. Um, I'm trying to think now off the top of my head. I um, Stains. As for stains, yeah. I'm, I'm funny. Like, I just think if something gets stained, I don't really care. I'm like, oh, if I just, when I wear it a few more times, it'll kind of just wear away. But uh, speaking of Guinness and Guinness stains, we were at a family reunion. Do you know they, like, we've, you know, a lot of cousins in America. And every so often they come home and we do a big huge family dinner inside in town and so we were inside in one of the hotels there in Galway and I was I'd say about nine or ten and I remember I did this lovely little like kind of pink at the time as, as I said before everything I wore was pink little kind of pinky dress and I she said oh, that was gorgeous and I think I had those butterfly clips as well do you remember them little butterfly clips yeah oh my god oh. I think everyone had them and do you those remember those clips? like spring things what were those things do you know they were like yeah, springs oh they were so hard to put in and then take them out you know they were like my yeah. hair be coming out with them <laughs> Nineties, <laughs> I loved them, um, but that is, I always had things in my hair. And then um, I remember I ordered a Coca Cola, and I was like delighted because you know, as family things, you can kind of get what you want because yeah, like mamas and you know. So then I was there, and uh, the waiter came down, and he was bending down to give me my Coke, and he spilled the pint of Guinness all over me, straight down top of me. I was mortified. And everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And then everyone was like, "Mad panic, Guinness all over my lovely dress." Oh, oh no, Meg. Yeah, and I just was like, oh no. But then after that, the waiter turned around and gave me another Coca-Cola. And then like another waiter came down and gave me another Coca-Cola. So for finish, I ended up with three Coca-Colas. So I was like winning. And because I'd been, had Guinness spilt all over me, I stank a Guinness. Like nobody could take the Coca-Colas off me. So I had a bloody great night. Yeah, your mum probably didn't have a good time running after you. <laughs> yeah. High on Coke. <laughs> Literally, I was like, oh my gosh. So it all along for me then, it just kind of turned out to be a really, really great event. With my yeah. Guinness you'd be Guinness. crying now if it, you'd be crying now if, if your Guinness fell all over you, wouldn't you? Oh, sucking the material on the dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Do I have? I don't really have. I don't know. Like, funny enough, I don't think that I fall much. Like, I don't remember. Do you know what I mean? Having a really bad fall or whatever. But I do remember that time that we went to the Savage Ball in 2016. Do you remember that? Oh my God, the Savage Ball was absolutely bananas. Anyone who's listening is like, what is yeah. Savage Ball? It's basically a group of friends from NUIG set up this, actually it was a memory of their friend and it was a lovely idea. Like it was to raise money for charity and um, it was basically um, a black tie ball in somewhere. In, it was like a really, really well run event. Salt Hills Hotel, was it? Yeah, it moved around I think a few times, yeah. but um, it just was absolutely bananas. Grey crack. Oh my God. Jesus, yeah. bring back the Savage Ball. 
but we were going anyway one day and I had decided this is when I had just decided that I was going to change my career and become a fashion designer. So I'd made my my dress, my ball dress. And to be fair, it was actually nice. Like it turned out, OK, I had the idea, just the execution would not be to the level that it is now. So I was walking around thinking, I'm, you know, ha- you know, having a great time, thinking I look great. And whatever way I had done the line and I hadn't sewed it in properly. So I was walking around and my heel kept getting caught between the lining and the outside of the dress. So I kept tripping. People were like, this one is hammered already. And yeah, no, I wasn't. I was just falling and kind of made a bit of a fool of myself. But yeah, still have the dress. That actually came up in my Facebook memories there recently. Um, That those photos, I must grab them out. I was dressed in a red dressed with a really high slit it was mass ball actually because we've masked that on, slit was very risky oh my god i think I did you're brave things, isn't it? yeah no i had like it was i don't know if i'd wear i actually think i'd have the confidence to wear that again um, speaking <laughs> no, of, well, of um tripping i actually oh my god i was going on i was on a first date in galway a couple of years ago and um i was walking down shop street and we we were walking down shop street you know the shop street is can be banana something it can just be chaotic where it was so busy yeah. that you know you, could, you couldn't even see you could just see all the heads the whole way down like it was that busy it was kind of come by the brown thomas side we're obviously chatting away and i was obviously really nervous and it was kind of like you know i think i get high i, I actually get a bit hyper too when i'm on a first date i'm all i hate going on first dates that's why i just kind of usually you hyper to, never oh, yeah, very, bad. <laughs> very bad in the first date i usually just stick to like the together part because i just hate the actual dating process of so much but um, ah no that's the fun part oh for me it's not first date i'm always Aww. like oh, i know i'm not even myself i always think I, I just give a really bad impression i feel like i just i'm not good and this one jesus i was going down and we we're chatting away i was like oh ha, ha. we we're like walking down to get food or something and walking through shop street and next minute well there is bollards in the middle of shop street and i didn't see and to say that i whacked my pubic bone off the bollards would be an absolute <laughs> understatement jesus <laughs> christ almighty i don't know if you hit your pubic bone how do you walk into a how do you walk into a bollard like and hit that area well clearly i was lost in his eyes or something <laughs> I was looking where I was going. and when i did that i mean the pain reverberated through every bone and crevice <sighs> in my entire body and I like bit, like flew over. And then he was like, you, he didn't even see it. He was like, what, what happened? And I went up and I was like, oh, nothing. Oh, I didn't even see the bollards. And I was like, I'm going to pass out. Pain was so horrific. Oh my God. Like lads talk about getting kicked in the Leroji. This was, oh. Leroji is balls for a non-Irish listeners. Just so you know. Yeah. Oh, oh God. It was honestly, I'm actually feeling kind of really faint now. Thinking about it. it was so bad. I feel faint listening to that. Jesus Christ. How? Yeah, no, very bad. And then I, we proceeded to go for lunch. And I think, to be honest, I think it took me a few days to get over the pain. And then uh, it was like that, you know, when you hit your funny bone, but like on an, like a way worse scale. And then I remember then I, um, we were having lunch and then I just knocked the tea all over the place and just spilt it all over the table. And I was like, oh Jesus, get me away from this date as soon as possible. Because I was like, I am just, I'm, I'm in bits. I need to go. I need to leave. I need to get out Did you go out again? Did you go we out again? Did. I think we kind of done a few more dates, but we just kind of fizzled out naturally. So it was like grand. Oh, okay. I can't believe you don't like dating. Jesus, I have some crack. I know you, Jesus. Yeah, you've mad stories, though. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely met some characters, but sure, that's all the fun. I feel like, as well, do you know, like I suppose throughout my 20s, I was always kind of in relationships, so I never had the whole like dating experience, you know, going on a random dates, but yeah, it's been gas and having a great time. Yeah, well, do you know what? I have to say, if anyone out there has a good dating fashion fail or fashion, please, faux pas or 
absolutely fabulous fashion do let us know and I think as well like Carl if you want to send us a voice note our Instagram is The Breakup Dress please do of course like and follow and of course don't forget to subscribe to this wherever you're listening to this podcast um, and you said as well Sharon people can leave reviews so that would be great we'd love a review yeah that would be amazing especially uh, if you're enjoying it it's just great to get your feedback absolutely so that is it for Unshachten show by Mazar Rash again Shachten we'll be back in a week um, <laughs> Megan anyone Shachten. that doesn't speak Irish is not going to understand that <laughs> well then they can they have to like and follow our Instagram page to find out what it means <laughs> okay very true okay on that note have a lovely week and we'll see you next week